Hey everyone, real quick, it's Kyle. Happy 2020. Just want to mention that we do have the Patreon, and if you want to know more about that, stay tuned in the middle bit, or just go ahead and skip on over to patreon.com forward slash bombardedcast. Let's get on to the show. Well, new year, new podcast. Just kidding. Actually, <laughs> this is going to be your same old bombarded podcast with Bards. <laughs> I'm your dungeon maestro, Kyle. Try not to hype us up <laughs> too much, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> no, let me uh, let me go over last episode real quick. But yes, happy new year. Yes, happy Hooray, new year. Yeah. 2020. So last time we started off with y'all were still around the bank and had been talking with Mr. Doran about getting Randy in there to try to catch James Vandersneak. And uh, then he went off and y'all were like, oh, what are we going to do around here? So you just started to mess around with a fairly well-dressed man and tried to play a trick on him with some monies that yes. went how it went <laughs> yes, and as you were doing that there was somebody who noticed what you were doing and invited you over and this is where you met Sully Airy and they taught you all about modes and of course Sully Airy was a, a court composer from Alken and part of the the royal entourage that was there visiting for the bicentennial Y'all spent a lot of time, you know, going over modes and him explaining like all the different regions and how they're named after different modes and how they're all culturally bound to those modes. And you decided, well, you know, we're learning about these modes, so why not write a song about it? And you did after we did our little yeah, you know, yeah. lesson about modes and how we've all picked yes. those up. Uh-huh. Over the Hopefully years. you learned something because, you know, we did pack like what, like a quarter of a semester of freaking music theory into 10 minutes or so. Something like that. Something, something like, like that. that. Well, and I did realize that I learned modes a little bit different and just really briefly, we're not going to go into a whole lot of mode stuff. Uh-huh. But so the way that I learned modes is that it's just a major scale with just one modified scale degree. So like when I learned Lydian, it's like, oh, Lydian's just a major scale with a raised fourth. Yeah, which is a totally valid way of yeah. doing it. Too. And Absolutely. then, like, Mixolydian's just a major scale with a flat seven, and so on and so forth. But uh, when I met you guys, you schooled me on this new way, and I like it. So. Yeah. I mean, they're Thanks. both good because then you have a better understanding overall. So. That's true. Yes. True. So. Anywho. Absolutely. Yes. So, but after that, uh, of course, uh, Salieri wound up having to go along with the royal entourage as they were leaving, and y'all parted ways, and y'all were actually f- trying to follow the. The guy that you had made the song about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we that's what happened. Y'all followed them. Yeah. They caught wind that you were like tailing them, and y'all had a weird altercation with them about like, you know, oh, is everything okay? And he's like, I don't know you. Sure. Who are you? <laughs> Please Why? Leave me alone. <laughs> yes. Why are you following me? Yes. And I, I promise, Bard's honor here. <laughs> Razzle will not derail the story again. Oh, sure. well, I don't know about <laughs> yeah. that. Don't, uh, yeah. yeah. Which is funny because last year around Christmas time, I had to write a sad song because of the freaking bearberries. You guys. <laughs> It'll be a this, Christmas tradition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yep. all I want Every to do year. is listen to happy Christmas music in the car, but instead I'm listening to the... That's fine. <laughs> so, but cool. after after that gentleman decided, like, no, I don't want to be around you, bards, your silly things. Yes. Uh, they left, and then you caught wind of somebody yes. getting roughed up in an alleyway, and this is where you came across uh, good old Conway Tweedy. That's uh, yes. right. Getting the biz kicked out yeah. of him yeah. in an alleyway by some <laughs> ruffians, which Randy took care of two of them very quickly. Uh, 
what y'all do about that, I don't know. But essentially, you did save <laughs> Conway point. Tweedy, and he yeah. had mentioned about going to see a magic show, and it. I think we left off with y'all potentially heading in that direction. So let's just start with you three and Conway Tweedy standing in an alleyway with two unconscious, bleeding-out bodies. Yes. That's uh, the way to start a new year. Right <laughs> away from here. <laughs> So, what do Randy? Hey, so while we all applaud you for handling the situation aptly, uh, we do now have two people here that are go on. (laughs) Oh, Uh (laughs) that are rolling dice. And what do we do? Conway. Conway, do you have any... Do we need to do something about it? Can't we just go? (laughs) Their friend just left him here. Yeah, I mean, if he He really cared. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Uh, I mean, yeah, we should probably make our way out of this alleyway. Just the sooner the better. (laughs) Okay. Um, How about this? Why don't we go get somebody... Like, maybe there's a medic around? Medical tent? Or just, like, let some guards know or something. Yeah, yeah, just tell them we came across this. Okay, cool. We're doing our civic duty. That's right. Conway, have you seen any guards? I don't know. Have you seen much of anything? I've been (laughs) getting the biz kicked out of me here. Right, yeah, yeah. Do we see guards around? Can we go out to the street level area? Okay, we do that. You got to the street level. You see a couple of guards that are standing near the uh, entryway down to the third tier. Okay, so I go up to the guards and I... Tug on their shirt sleeve. <laughs> yeah. And say, oh, yes, oh, my good fellow, I chance to spy some perhaps bodies down that alleyway. Could you please maybe tend to them, check them for a pulse? I'm not sure. It's all too much for this old dwarf here. You want me to check him for a pulse? What, you think something got done bad to him? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just out here minding my own business and rolling deception checks. Oops. And Kyle, do our clothes still look nice, or are they continuing to look more frayed and tattered? They're starting to revert. Okay, okay. Slowly but surely. But they're nice-ish? They're nice enough. Okay, okay. I got an 8 plus 7, so 15. Okay, with a 15, it's like, oh, yes, uh, um, I reckon I can send somebody over there to check it out. Uh, uh, Franklin, why don't you go check this out? You're new on the, new on the shift, so why don't you go over there? Do I have to? <laughs> yes, you got to. You, you're under my command. So go over there and check it out. And they both start walking over right, and uh, go, go, going go, to check go, them out. Go. So as you're standing there, like, lying to these guards and telling them to go check out these bodies in a back alley, you catch a very sweet fragrance. Uh, you do specifically, Raz. Uh-oh. Um, smell something very sweet nearby. Uh, your, your potpourri sense is tingling. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, how do I direct? Is there like a visible vaporous? Why don't you give me a perception okay. check? At disadvantage. Yeah, disadvantage. Well, actually, no, not a disadvantage <laughs> on this one. But I rolled a crit fail. Okay, well, <laughs> you you start like spinning around. Your sniffer is going wild. Okay. You're not sure exactly which direction these glorious scents are coming from. Did, but you are enamored doing? by them. What, well, what does it smell like? Can I it smells like a, a cornucopia it? of different potpourris and oh. scents and smells. Potpourri. I smell it somewhere. What, do you guys smell the potpourri? Do they smell it or is it just me? Uh, now that he's pointed out, you do get a whiff of it. It's not as... It smells like it might be a little ways off. I guess Razzle just probably has a little bit more of a keen sniffer for those. Oh, okay. okay. Not today. Yeah, it, it smells fine. Uh, guess we keep. That's nice. Are, do, you, do you need to satisfy your potpourri proclivities? Or Since I crit failed, I guess I'm just sitting there freaking out like, I don't know. It just <laughs> smells so good. I don't know what to uh, do. Let's see if we can get you just uh, 
That is an 18 plus 3 for perception. Oh, yeah. You catch a glimpse through a couple of stalls that are set up. You notice that somebody has got some stuff set up in it, and it says uh, Odie's Potpourri. Over there. Look. Where? I see it. Mm -hmm. You see it. You see a a halfling man who's wearing uh, very flowing silks. They're tightly wrapped around linens that fit snugly on his body. He's wearing very loud golden jewelry, and it's stylized uh, in a way that is very kind of... um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't cool. want to say. Yeah, it's cool. It's okay. very cool looking gold jewelry. Sweet. But uh, they're also wearing purple eyeshadow that is very stylized and it has these little flecks of gold that glitter as they hit the light, turning and trying to sell things. Long hair is braided off into several strands, but they're all knotted up into a bun that rests on the top of his head. Uh, you see this halfling standing up and they're bartering out and they got different vials set up behind them and different bags of potpourri ready to go for sale. And they spot you four walking up and you see this halfling just say, oh, do I have some purchasers perchance? I say, potpourri. Oh, you like potpourri, sir? Yes. Yes, show me your finest potpourri. Excellent. Well, Odie Toilette would be glad to show you any of the finest senses and oils that I've procured in my travels. So please, come this way. What interests you? Are you looking for something springish or you wanting to match the season? Well, again, perhaps your finest, your secretest of stashes. Well, that's a little bit of a loaded question, son. Oh, I don't no, no. Something earthen. Something earthy. Earthen, something I, earthen. I had an earthy friend earlier, and I'm missing him now, so. <laughs> okay. Well, what, what about the orange orchid original? I'll take it. Okay. That's going to be 100 gold. Oh, boy. Sure. These are the finest senses. And would you like that in an actual potpourri bag, or would you prefer me to give you some non-scented potpourris and give you oil so you can, you know, dole it out as you like? Would you prefer the oil or just pre-scented? I'll take the first option. Okay, said. so you wanted pre pre okay sure good. sure 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 busts out a nice bag of this orange orchid potpourri and uh, hands it over and says yes well if this will get you done and of course I have I have many other options as well if you'd like I have fresh baked apple pie pancake breakfast scent if you like that Wait, what mm. yes uh, hold on hold on <laughs> pancakes yes you it have, smells you have breakfast potpourri yes if you like to wake up to the smell of a good breakfast which who doesn't uh you can have a, a pancake-scented potpourri ready to go. No, I wouldn't actually be able to eat it. That would be a big problem for me. No, please. I, I do not pass, recommend eating. Pass. You're going to spend a hundred gold on orange potpourri. Are you sure? I mean, I've been it's saving up. That's promise. a lot. Okay, can I you do inside money this guy? Sure, absolutely. Okay. <sighs> I could fail again. <laughs> you totally buy into this, into Odie and what he's selling. And, and does this crit fail also play into me, like, smelling it as well, thinking that it's super expensive? Oh, yeah, totally. <sighs> I, gotta, I gotta do it. I gotta do it, guys. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, my dear friend, Yasharak, it's about the price you pay for the finest. Yes. Yes. Well, and uh, you seem to be, you seem to know your ways around the potpourri. So for yes. somebody who's making such a nice purchase, I reckon I could do a buy one, get one half off Ooh. if you'd like a... Like another one of the scents, uh, your clothes look like they've probably seen better days, and uh, oh, you know. Good sir, how dare no, you? No, 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 please. I demand you give me at least half off for insulting me and my friends this way, and I'm in a roll intimidation. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So I got a 17 plus 7. Okay. <laughs> I rolled pretty high, and he's just like. Well, I, d- I certainly didn't mean to offend, and, uh, you know, if you'd like to, I could manage to maybe cut a few coins off for the offense. Oh, that is not my intent. I apologize. But 
Uh, you know, I was going to say, you, you look like you might be adventurers, and out on the road, perhaps you miss that little bit of essence of home. Well, perhaps I could, uh, entice you to purchase some of Cardamom's Hug. Uh, <laughs> yes, tell, tell us a, a little bit about, about that one. It's a little bit of a play on words, if you will, because, you know, nothing <laughs> yes, like... Yes, 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 we all <laughs> Yes, but, but, you know, if, if, if you're used Cut to coming to it, home... Man. what is it? If you're used to coming home and, you know, this the smell of a nice cooking fire and, and you know, uh. sweets being baked and different treats and delectables that just bring you the reminiscence of being at home, this is the smell for you. I see. I tell you what, good sir. Because of the interactions we've had and, you know, the way we've all handled this together, why not throw in the two for the price of one? Call it a deal. Can't beat it. And that's all I have. Roll me a persuasion. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, I have expertise persuasion, so that's a two plus ten. So... Well, see, good sir, uh... Prete, what was your name, good customer? It's, uh, oh boy. Oh, uh, Mr. Boy, well then. Oh. <laughs> uh, again, yeah. I don't think I could do a bow and get one. I will, for the offense, shave off a few gold okay. for the original purchase, but I can still do the buy one, get one half off. For so, sure. And, uh, of course, Odie takes a moment, wraps up and, you know, shovels all the different parts into a bag, making two different mixes, like and shakes store. it up almost like, yeah, yeah like okay. a candy store for sweet, <laughs> okay. for sweet smells. Packages up in a nice little bag and hands it to you in a little tote and says, 140, business is done. It was a pleasure, Mr. Boy. Monsieur Toilette, uh, one more request. Yes, what would that be? From one halfling to another, kind of a strange thing to ask, but I know you are a a super sensor, as it as it were. <laughs> if you were searching for a scent that would attract royals, perhaps a king, <laughs> if you were also trying to attract maybe a dwarf, would such a scent exist in your repertoire of expertise and glory and your olfactory of magics that you possess. I have been hunting down a scent <laughs> ah. for decades. Ah. If there was a way that you could take ground onyx and brimstone uh-huh. and you have to cut out the sulfur from the brimstone because, you know, sulfur's not good. Nobody wants the smell of rotten eggs. I mean, most, yes. But if you could refine onyx and brimstone down I imagine there might be some kind of olfactory response from a dwarf. Onyx plus brimstone minus sulfur equals dwarven king. Potentially, or at least some kind of enticing smell. Maybe it's something like, oh, that smells like family. You, and I give him ten gold for the information, you have made my day, my kind sir. Now, I'm glad to have made your day, but I, I can't say that this will work. But it is a theory that I've had, and I've been unable to test it. For one, getting a smell out of a stone. This has been the biggest challenge I have ever faced. It sounds like a load of puppy cook to this dwarf, I gotta say. I've smelled that stuff a lot, and I just don't feel any sort of way about it. Anyways, I appreciate your kindness and your service and your expertise and information. And uh, Well, yes. from one halfling to another, if you happen to find the secret for that, please, please contact me. There will be a wealthy, wealthy lump sum paid to you for this information. Wonderful. And an Ira glass would be the best way to contact me? <laughs> yes, that would be good. Yes. Fantastic. Eau de toilette. I recently procured mine and uh, still getting used to it, trying to figure it out. But Understandable. <laughs> so many. So, is he older? He's a little bit older. <laughs> okay. Definitely using a lot of, like, green 
grease paint and makeup to maybe hide some of his some uh, of his age. I see. <laughs> you can tell like a lot of the hair is dyed to cover up a little bit of the graying. Okay. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, All right. Are we off we finally go. ready to head on down to that uh that yeah. old magic show. We're probably gonna wind up being a little little late to it, but Well, Conway, did you find out who those people were trying to poison? Uh, no, uh, I'm not. I don't actually ask questions when people try to procure items from me. Okay. It's, uh, you know, I'm well, really worried I'm not doing Conway's voice right, <laughs> but I don't care at this well, point. Well, no, so it's Conway Tweedy. Conway Tweedy is just you know, a little, 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 little deeper, a little deeper. Conway Tweedy. This is the hard thing for doing like episodes so far. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> just think Foghorn Leghorn, but lower. Well, I say, I say. <laughs> I mean, little, leaned a little too well, high. <laughs> You know, I'll just stick with what I've been doing. That sounds pretty good. You know. Just think of, uh, I'm waiting for the customers to flock. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think of. Uh, Uh, So, yeah. Conway. Oh, yeah. So, there was an assassination attempt on, who was it again, Kyle? I'm remembering as Razzle. It was on one of, somebody in the royal entourage from Alcon. I tell Conway that, so you don't think. Well, uh, I... The people that I run in circles with so far, they don't seem like the type to be people in those circles. So oh, you just sell poison to people who don't use it for crime. Well, he didn't sell poison. He sold right. a bunch of what water? <laughs> <laughs> what is Something juice? like that. Yeah. Something okay, like that. Okay, sure. So and Razzle fine. kind of ponders this for a second, and then Goodrich looks to Spurrier, <laughs> just uh-huh. in case Randy wanted to add anything. <laughs> About what? Okay, <laughs> moving on. Very fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so y'all gonna go ahead and head on and try to find uh, Melvin's little magic yeah. show? Yeah, Just. let Conway lead the way. He probably knows where it is. Yeah, Conway's like, oh yeah, I think I can find it. So y'all head down into the third tier and start uh, mingling through the crowds. You're passing by different uh, you know, games that can be played. There's a ticket booth where you can buy tickets to buy refreshments because that's how every single large-scale event works. You have to buy a currency to actually buy anything. Yep. Um, We've been so, to the Texas State Fair. Yeah, exactly. We know how much they get you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, so there's there's all that. But eventually you make your way and um, you are you realize you're getting close to that construction site that you saw from your hotel room. Uh-oh. Uh, and it's in this area that you finally see a crowd of people standing around. They're kind of laughing. You hear some laughing and some like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a mixture of responses uh, as they're gathered around this, you know, Melvin doing magic. Oh. He's sitting up there and it looks like he's about to do a trick and he's obviously in the middle of his routine. And having getting there a little bit late, it's hard to find a seat close up. You're pretty much skimming the outside of the audience. It's harder for Razzle and Randy to really see. Yashi, you can see him pretty well, but he begins casting a spell. But something is going wrong. Oh, of course. As typical <laughs> for his magic. He tries to cast this spell and then nothing happens and he kind of looks at his hands for a moment and says, oh, what's, I don't know what's going on here, and shakes him out. And then as he does, this thunderous wave erupts from him. Oh, no. And people who are wearing hats, their hats are blown back and, you know, beards are knocked a tussle. <laughs> but there is a bunch of scaffolding that's nearby oh. in this construction site. And the wave hits that. The scaffolding starts to lean over hits a large crane. The crane swings around, and it looks like a large amount of stone, like in a giant net, is about to fall and land on Melvin. Are you going Uh-oh. to do anything? 
Uh, how much? How many seconds we got here? Yeah. You, would you say? I've thought about this, and this is definitely a song moment. And if you do it, I encourage you to start saying something sooner than later. Like in terms of our words, you mean? Yes. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Kind of get to the point. Maybe a little bit. I'm not saying you have to write a brief song, but you might want to start saying stuff. Don't have an intro. <laughs> the Up to you. Move, Melvin, move. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Well, how there, does... There's the song. Yeah. How does this work with, like, can we just call to him? Sure. <laughs> but, like, okay. But I imagine... But there's no telling, like, there, yeah. there's so many stones at, like, the surface area. Like, even if he tried to move, he'd probably get crushed still kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, okay, so how much time, though, do we have? Because... Pretty much all my spells say one action, which is what, six seconds? Yeah, roughly. Okay, so. so I would say six seconds would not, like, it would be done after six seconds, and so would Melvin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, then I guess we are going to a song. Let's I have do no it. other. Let's start playing immediately. Unless you think of something really off the wall. But y'all do you. Uh, All I could think was maybe flinging one of you up there and like smacking <laughs> him out of the I way. But then like, the yeah, and if it doesn't work, then everyone's crushed. So yes. it's that's not a great. Well, solution. and Razzle using his stone proficiency would say, mm, yes, that rock's gonna kill us all. Yeah, so. So. right. <laughs> you yeah. really know. Yeah. If if it falls on the stage, are any of the audience members gonna get hit, or is it like they're far back enough where it's just, it's just Melvin? And uh, they, are they crowding the stage? Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're not. Not crowding the stage, they've given some room, and as this, you know, catastrophe is happening, of course, people are noticing it, and they're starting to get up and kind of flee in terror. There are screams, especially when the scaffolding first breaks, and then the crane swings around. You hear people gasping and screaming, and they're starting to scurry away. So it looks like at this point... <laughs> Poor Melvin. Yeah, it's all about him. <laughs> yeah, and he's just, what, confused up there or something? He, uh, like, it kind of caught frozen. him off guard, you know, okay. like, you know, with it's the whole wild magic thing. He's not okay. sure what's going to so happen. Really, so really, it's, it's Melvin. And he's okay. he's the only one we have to worry about. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess song then. Song then. Yeah, uh, roll song up those chord die. <laughs> so basically, we just need to make some like quick mumble rap, I guess. <laughs> or is there a way Please, we can just just mumble everything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or is there a way we can record it and then like just speed it up? <laughs> It's like the, the magic, just speeding it up. Yeah. yeah. Chipmunk Well, style. and I guess we can't say move, Melvin, move, because that's the same as just calling out to him, like you said. Like, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I said that. <laughs> that construction site. Did you put... Never mind. You just did... <sighs> freaking Kyle. Okay. Just scheming and planning. I know. If only freaking Dwayne was here, maybe he could help. Question yeah, mark. Yeah. Been... Kyle's been smiling this entire time it's leading true. to the setup, so it's like... What have you got against Melvin? I don't have anything against <laughs> okay. Melvin. I love Melvin. You love him, so you put him in mortal danger. Okay. <laughs> Kyle's all so, done. Let's do the... Oh, wait. Major, key? minor, whatever. Major, we'll, minor, we'll or right. do a minor... A mode? Yeah. Oh. A, a minor mode. Boy, you Because it's kind of a bittersweet thing. We got our precious boy, but he might be dead soon. So, minor mode. Something different. Okay. I mean, if we're feeling... I mean, who's got a D3? Kyle, you got a free birthday. Did you bring him, Kyle? I do. <gasps> hooray! I do have my D three thanks to Spurrier. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And okay. So one, two, and three is. I guess we'll just go in order. So one Dorian, two Phrygian, three Locrian. Let's do it. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, boy. Here we go. It's a two. One. That's a three. That's a that's a one. No, that's it's a, a two because the two's sticking up. You See? look down the on it from the top. Oh my gosh! Oh. So it's Locrian. <sighs> so it is. Uh, great, great. Hooray. It's gonna be great. We're gonna save him. Okay. So. Maybe. 
Uh, five, four, seven. No, <laughs> let's do it in Just seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I already I rolled the D twelve. I got a seven, so that's F sharp or G flat. Okay. So here we go. F sharp Locrian. <laughs> yeah, let's do it in F sharps. We're not dealing with dealing double, with double flats. flats. Yeah. Okay. okay. How many so wilds did we two just wilds. roll? We got okay. a six, a one. We got a one and a six. A seven. seven. Okay, one, six, and seven in Locrian. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's what, what do those drums so do? That's Gosh. F sharp diminished, uh, D major, and E minor. Good. Right. Not bad. You killed Melvin, Kyle. I hope, All right. I hope you're happy with yourself. Nah. Reset bank. 50. That's blues five. Fitting, <laughs> <laughs> All right. It just gets better and better. And the kit is 67. Have you ever heard of blues and Locrian? I mean, I have now. I guess we're about to. Yeah. 67 is rock 14. Okay. So blues pattern, rock kit, yep. Locrian. So let's do some F sharp Locrian blues. Cool. I've got the Yay. Locrian blues. I, that's for sure. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Y'all have fun. Uh, Listeners, talk to you in a second. Hey, everyone. It's your Dungeon Maestro, Kyle, here. Just wanted to give you a big thank you for joining us at our table yet again. And I'm going to have to get into what I'm super appreciating right now is the response to our Patreon. You've just blown us all away. We can't even believe it. So thank you so, so much. Uh, And if you're not sure what I'm talking about... Well, we have a Patreon now. It's patreon.com forward slash bombardedcast. And just to give you a little taster of things you can find on there, you're going to find like behind the scenes notes from uh, writing sessions of the songs that we do every episode. Uh, there's like a Spotify playlist that we're doing. Everyone's going to get an acceptance letter, two strum lots sent to you, a podcast where Yashi and Symbol try out new snacks from Amazon's, or there's even a monthly song written almost like in a relay style. And uh, just a whole lot more. If you're, if if you're curious about it, go over to patreon.com forward slash bombardedcast. Check out the different tiers and all their bardic offerings. And uh, thank you again so, so much. Other news, I've got us performing down at PAX South, which is going to be on Friday the 17th, and we'll be in Falcon Theater from 9.30 to 11. So come over Friday night on the 17th. We're going to be doing a bunch of uh, a bunch of things. I, again, I mentioned in the past, Bombarded Babies. I'm excited. The Bards seem excited. So I think we're bound to have a good time. And say you can't make it down and sit down to San Antonio. No big deal. Just you know, hop over to south.packsite.com to find out where they're going to be hosting their stream. I can imagine where it might be, but I don't want to guess. But yeah, again, uh, we're glad to have you turn out one way or the other, and we just appreciate it. Other than that, I've just got the typical social media. You know it, at BombardedCast, hashtag BardCast. I don't know what's going to happen to Melvin, but we need to get back to it now. Talk to you next time. We see chaos and catastrophe surround Melvin as the crane swings a large net of boulders that are sure to crush him, when from the back of the now-fleeing audience burst three bards hurriedly weaving a song. Ah, when the stones come down, Melvin disappears in a puff of smoke While the people fear that he's been destroyed by this rocky shower But look, no ho, this very hour the crowd has seen his greatest trick For standing on debris and bricks is the one, the only, the most magnificent Melvin Melvin Melvin, 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 Melvin. The 
crowd is stunned as Melvin stands atop his pile with outstretched hands with a niche cheer. Oh, happy day! Hurrah! Huzzah! Hip, hip, hooray! Young Melvin's here without a script. He takes a bow and throws his cape. The one, the only, the keeper of our hearts, Melvin. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, oh boy. based off of, you know, talking like we did about how much time, you know, a spell is six seconds. So, uh, taking that into consideration, you pretty much got through the first line, like, you know, Melvin disappears and then the end of Puff of Smoke. So, that all happened within six seconds, and so did the rocks falling. So, I'm going to give it, I'm sorry, I'm going to give it 20%. Of success. success? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because there's a lot of ways that that could be misinterpreted. It's... Oh, I, no, Melvin. <laughs> no. Like, if we knew so, that you just wanted to get rid of Melvin, we could just not see oh, his I show. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. So are we, are we going high or low to succeed? Uh, what do we want to do? I'd say let's do the high 20%. So 81 or above? 81 or above. Okay. okay. Let's move the book. Let's Jeez. make it official. Yeah, of course. No, of course. That's a, no. 35. That's, a that's close. So we would have failed either way. <sighs> Even if I'd given a 50 50, it would have. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, uh. so you say <laughs> you're playing your song and it draws Melvin's attention. He's looking up, then he looks at you and has a big grin on his face saying chaos sauce. And he begins to say, and then boom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. The rocks just land on him. Oh, He's no. gone, flattened uh. in an instant. And to the right of you, you do see a flash of smoke. And then you see another flash of smoke on top of the pile of rocks. And then standing on top of this pile of rubble is some random dude. (laughs) That isn't Uh, Melvin. Well, that's not necessarily the case. You don't know who this person is. Uh, So they're standing there and they're like, what? What? How did I get here? I don't don't know what's happening. And they're starting to try to clamber down the mound of rocks. And then in the place where this person was descending from, there begins to be a swirling of magic. It's blue in color and starts to almost slowly puzzle together a body. Bit by bit, you see the feet start to develop. And then as it develops, a fully fledged about about six foot three tall elf stands on top of this mound now. And uh, they kind of come to and open their eyes after the magic disperses. And then they look at their hands for a moment. And they go, oh, boy, not again. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, uh... Is anybody hurt? Oh, but it's chaos, us. Uh, yeah. Who? Hello, Melvin 2.0. What's up? Uh, and I, it, the person that's descending down the thing, they look up at you and they go, "I'm, I'm Melvin. I was here just to check out, and I thought it was funny because it was another Melvin." Oh, oh <laughs> no. <laughs> then of course the Melvin that you kind of know goes, "Yeah, this is sometimes." Well, that's very fortunate for me, yet again, but I guess I got a new body to get used to, so... Oh, hey, Chaos House, how's it going? Wait. So it doesn't look like Melvin at all? Doesn't look like Melvin it, at all. Looks like a completely different person. Is this like a solid person, or is this like a ghost person? <laughs> Are you going to go up and investigate? Do you want to go up yeah. and try to touch? Yeah, yeah I think so. We all did just see Star Wars. You don't so. have 
to roll an investigate. Okay. You, you, you go okay. up and you kind of okay. like poke him, and he's like, ah, stop it. Okay. <laughs> it's not Melvin's force. He appears ghost. to be solid. Phew. Melvin, yeah. has this happened a lot where you become a new Melvin? But every once in a while, if my magic kind of goes south <laughs> on me, I mean, it's not really going south, but uh, it's like if I happen to die, it. it uh, you know, I don't know. If you just happen to die, how often have you died, Melvin? Well, this is probably about number two. Oh. So, if you were to die again, would you just come back as someone else cool as well? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Don't kill me, though. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> not, <laughs> not today. Could I do um, an investigation to see? Because, like, I have my fuzzballs, right? And this is yeah. very fuzzball adjacent, it sounds like. So, I guess, would it be like a knowledge check or something? Uh, see if it'd be an like, arcana check. Okay, let me do that. So that's a three plus nothing. Wow, that's some magic. Oh some magic. boy, where so, are you? <laughs> well, you said this is essentially your third body, then. Uh, well, this is my set. Yeah, this would be my third body. <laughs> so, if you don't mind me asking, what was your first? Oh, yeah. uh, my first body. I, I was just a little uh, half elf boy. So, okay. So and then I became a human, and now I'm a full elf. It's okay. Like, it, it, I don't know. Kind of hopping around. Okay. I don't. I, I can't really explain it. Is it's, it always like when you're doing a trick, you end up dying? No, it, it always seems like you know. I'll, I'll try magic and. It won't work, then it will, and if I happen to die, then somehow it brings me back. I don't really know. So, wow. like, magic keeps killing you, and you just keep doing it? Well, <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's kind of how it looks, isn't it, All Yoshi? Right. I mean, I guess if I kept coming back, I'd do whatever, too. Sure, yeah. <laughs> well, what's the other uh, Melvin doing at this point? Uh, he's like, I don't know what's going on. He's starting to walk off. Okay, yeah, don't worry about this. Is anyone else looking Uh Yeah, us? a lot of people are kind of looking around and just being like, what the heck happened? You notice there's a, it looks like there's a small contingent of guards that are starting to approach to address the situation. They're checking on people and looks like a little bit of a higher, you know, more of a captain-y looking figure starting to investigate the scaffolding. Okay, Melvin, let's maybe take this conversation away from your place of death. <laughs> yeah, let's go. We should probably get out of here before people start asking questions. That's all we've been doing so far at the Bicentennial. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're quickly leaving. We things. leave our mark and go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you start to leave, and the guard captain who's investigating the scaffolding kind of looks over at you standing near the pile and uh, says, Hold it, you four. Can you say what's happened here? I need to take a little bit of a a report. Yeah. uh, The best magic show you've ever seen. Are are there any injuries? Did anybody get crushed by this? I don't... Amazingly, no. And uh, No deception check for us. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray. Yeah, I mean, you're not not necessarily not lying, so uh, he's kind of like, what's that red stuff coming out from underneath there? Wait. Coming out from underneath where? Uh, Melvin just says, hey, yeah, that's uh, that's the old body right there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's me, but I'm me too. So, you know, if I need to stay with you and if you need to question me, that's that's fine, Captain Guard Officer Person. Who then says? <laughs> they just they, they just say, okay, cool. Yeah, you're coming with me. Okay. Well, I wish I had seen y'all earlier. Maybe if you've been able to be here to pump me up before the set, this might not happen. But, you know, who's to say? <laughs> we stopped we were shopping. me, Kyle. <laughs> if I gave you a promise, I wouldn't derail the story. And you wanted me to see potpourri, so I did. You know. Okay. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's how D&D works. Okay, uh, bye, Melvin. Uh, yeah, and Melvin's just like, I'll, I'll catch up with y'all soon. We'll have to get some drinks and, you know you can play for me and next time I do the show and the guard is just like I don't think you'll be doing any any shows Sue son come on with me yeah okay bye Melvin be safe see ya he's He's like I'm not your son to the guard (laughs) okay and just for y'all's sake uh, that's like a wild magic thing as far as Melvin goes and everything (laughs) Uh, Uh, it's on the table check it out it's a lot of fun oh Melvin (laughs) 
Well, um, and where's Conway been during all of this? Conway's in the back, like he's looking around on the ground, like he's trying to spot something. You know, he's kind of calm as far as everything goes with all the rabble and everything, but he's like looking around on the ground and he's just, well, no drop coin. What are we doing now? <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Y'all, uh, well, uh, where'd y'all's fancy duds go? Are they? Yeah, you look down and they've completely reverted back to your uh, clothing. <sighs> wow. Oh. At least we got to have some fun. Yeah. I uh, guess old persona, persona <laughs> is gone. Wow. Now that I'm playing that, I get it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. Um, well, so, <laughs> oh, poor Alex. So, Kyle, were they still like in their regular tattered but still somewhat nice state prior to us playing the song? Yes. They were, they were more so starting to revert back to your old clothing before that. But now that you've used your magic again, they've completely reverted. Ah, uh, oh, right. Okay. And so, but we're not bloody, but they are bloody, our clothes. Yes. Got it. All Whether right. you do something about that, up to you, or unless you just want to walk around with bloody clothes uh, at the Bicentennial. I think mine are okay. I was never real bloody anyway, but right. you guys look like a mess. Uh, <laughs> especially you, but you know. Okay. <laughs> well, would prestidigitation work? Does prestidigitation clean things? Well, it doesn't fix holes, Scrubber though, does it? Uh, <laughs> no, but a mending spell might. Oh. Uh, uh, well... What would you say if we if we like Charles Ives did and played them at the same time? Let's do it. Okay. Is that in character? Would, this is what would what? Was that in character? Oh, uh, I heard this cool. Com- <laughs> nope, it's not. <laughs> uh, Good try though. Yeah, yeah fantasy yeah. Charles Ives. Fantasy uh-huh. Charles Ives. So Charles Ives is a composer, and he was into like bands playing at the same time. Doesn't matter. But we're gonna try it when we get into I our mean, polytonal stuff later on down the road. Yeah, we'll you, come back to that. Ready? That's Here third we go. year. Go to yeah. it. One, two, one, two, three, four. Randy Green Trees, can he fix it? Randy Green Trees, yes he can. It's not so. Wow. Yeah. Was it beautiful? I mean, it worked. You cleared the streets. Everyone (laughs) ran home immediately. They don't care if we're bloody or not because they're gone. (laughs) Well, I've got to play mine a few more times because it says it only does a cubic foot of cleaning so i gotta do it you know, for each part of that body <laughs> all right I guess. play it like seven no, no, more no, times no, no, real quick fine. but i guess i turn to you guys and i say uh well hey can we just maybe now that we've cleared out a section of the street possibly maybe duck into an alley and i was thinking we could use the voodoo doll to check up on your family oh yeah oh, yeah so, that probably, <laughs> probably couldn't hurt yeah as you're talking them. about this uh conway is just like I tell you what, I, I'm going to try to get myself one of those there writs of service where I can set up my own booth. I'm going to peace out from y'all for right now, and that's <laughs> something I picked up in the small time I've been in Sundance. People are saying the peace out for now. Right. So, sure. Uh, Groovy. So I'll see y'all around. All right. Yeah. Well, well if you're picking up lingo, you know, when you're out setting up your shop, you might try out the word yeet. Apparently yeet. that's the, yes. All right. The Spurrier just now finding out. <laughs> and what, should I be yeeting sales? Just yeet yourself out of here, okay? All right, I'm done. <laughs> and he starts uh, kind of trotting off down the road and gets lost amidst the crowd. And I turn to Yashi and I'm like, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that Randy's like 42. <laughs> okay, so bust, bust out the voodoo doll, the staff, activate. Okay, and who are you trying to connect to? Uh, oh, wait, no, no, not no, the st- not the staff, the ladle. Well, do we want to do the staff, maybe? Do you want to look for Rannon or at his family? Randy, it's up to you. 
It'd probably make more sense to check in on them. Let's Is it, it the middle of the day? Nobody's going to be sleeping. Jeez. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's okay. a little bit right. after right. lunch. So. All right. Well, here's that ladle. Here you go. Okay. Randy Famarian. We're going to do Doyle. Hopefully he's not taking an afternoon nap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you go through <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> You go through the ritual that you need to to use the voodoo doll, and you whack it with the ladle, and uh, you see somebody is just sitting in the chair. You know it's Doyle, and he's looking out. There's some people that, uh, well, Randy, you don't even recognize them because they're distant relatives. Uh, there's some familiarities that stand out to you. It's like, oh yeah, I could see how that could be a relative of mine. Sure. So yeah, you see uh, Linda sitting there, and uh, Corinne is sitting there, and a couple other random halflings, and uh, Doyle is just rocking a chair. They're sitting there catching up and talking <laughs> about how, you know, like, oh well, glad you came to see us. Oh, my long lost son came back. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, catching up, but they seem to be doing okay, and uh, they are definitely taking precautions. Okay. While you're watching, there is like a knock at the door, and everybody seems to stiffen up a little bit. They go and check it. Nothing to worry about, though. But they seem to be very much on edge currently, but safe. And they're not in their house. They're at someone else's house. Yeah, you don't Phew. you don't recognize this halfling hole. Okay. All right. Well, that's a load off, or at least a little bit. So cool. Good call on checking that. No problem, Randy. Anytime. Well, not anytime, but once know. a day. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Sweet. Well, uh, as Kyle or the voice in my head would say, what do? <laughs> well, what do? Uh, if you guys don't have anything else you want to do today, I'd like to try to catch up with my dad and oh. introduce you to my uncle. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. got to be around here somewhere. Um, <laughs> in this massive city? Yeah. yeah. Where would they be? I mean, if I know him, he's probably getting me snacks. Mm. Is there a deli around here? Do you smell any fresh meat? Uh, I did a pretty awful perception check earlier. Yeah. Oh, he's doing really good. <laughs> Everyone roll a, a, a sniffer perception. I think I've rolled double digits this whole episode. Er. Yeah. 15 plus three. Seven plus five. So. Oh. 12. Natural 20 plus one. Yeah, you definitely sniff out some, uh, I don't even know if dried meats really have a, a lingering you know, you you smell out meat. It can be like food. I mean, just it's yashi. meat in general. Yeah, exactly. I'll smell any. Much yeah. like Razzle has a keen <laughs> sniffer for potpourri, you got a keen sniffer for meats. Just not today. So you smell out these deli meats and everything, and you start heading in that direction. Razzle, Randy, I imagine you follow in tow. Oh yeah. Uh, can I like sniff out him specifically too? Does Orfel have <laughs> a certain idea to him? Yeah, he's got dad smell. Oh, okay. You know. If you want to do a sniffer <laughs> perception for your dad, that'd be a different okay, role. Okay, but... well, so I got the meat 20, so let's just yeah? see what happens. Okay. <laughs> they got the meat okay. 20. So it's 17 plus 1, I guess. Not too shabby. Not uh, too shabby. 20 for meat, 18 for father. Okay, yeah, you, you find yourself in the meats area, and then you're trying to figure out a good combination of dad smell combined with meat smell to hopefully equal your dad. And uh, it doesn't take you as long as you would thought. You do eventually find your dad. It looks looks like he's wandered out of the deli area and has started going around to some of the trade people and mm-hmm. items you can buy, you know, toys and whatnot. Okay. And you notice he is walking with your Uncle Alfred. Uh-huh. Razzle, Randy, uh, you see a, a very tall, kind of bulky-looking human man, has long, flat, blonde hair, and uh, he kind of towers a little bit over or fell. But they're walking around, and it looks like they're having a good time. It looks like they're talking to a vendor currently. And uh, your dad looks really upset. Uh-oh. And oh. Alfric looks like he's consoling him in a way. You hear Alfric say, Oh, 
Bad goods. Bad goods at this place, I guess, if they don't hold up. Give me a wisdom check real quick, oh, no. Allie. Uh, two plus zero? Okay. <laughs> you, uh, you're just a, like, oh, there they are. You're excited, and you don't catch on to what's going on. All right. Can I just start yelling and waving my arms around? Yeah, you start yelling, and you see your dad instantly. His, like, shoulders go up, and his head goes down, and he, like, he goes, oh, and he turns, and he goes, Yashi. Oh, oh, it's, it's like the whole chaos sauce. And we're here. And uh, he turns back to the vendor. He's like, never mind, schmuck. I'm going to get out of here with my broken <laughs> goods. I'll tell everyone, though. And Alfred is just like, the word will spread about your your bad goods. Oh, no. Did you get a broken meat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yaji, a broken meat. That's okay. what I got. Let's, let's, let's I go. hate let's that. Go. And y'all walk away and start to, like, just mingle through the crowd, start to chat. And Orfell's just telling, he's like, no, we were, we were pulling one of our old rackets, you know, just trying to. Rackets? Try- yeah, like, you know, selling off a good that we don't need anymore and saying it was faulty, that we bought it from somebody here. Dad! Ah, uh, that what? sounds lovely. You've been running tricks? Well, you gotta make a little coin here and there. I don't want to have to sell something for less than what I bought it for. I feel like the veil has been pulled. Yashi, you've seen this done many times. What are you talking what? about? Did you never catch on? Uh, that's, like, <laughs> not my thing. And uh, um. as as you're questioning him, Alfred puts his hand on Orfell and says... Orfell, don't don't worry about that. Now, Yashi, check out. I found these sweet, awesome, crunchy snacks here. <gasps> Wait, They're, what? They're uh, super delicious, and you know I always like to bring you a little bit of a treat here and you there. You guys. Yeah. Yes, you do. Okay, I'll take those. Thank you. So I had some other gifts for you, but I seem to have misplaced them currently. Hopefully I'll be able to get more to be able to, because I know it's been a while since we've seen each other. Like a little too long. When was the last time? Well, it was before your mother left. Yeah. Is this oh, why well. Yashi never remembers that Orfell pulls jobs? Because she's always just like, here, have snacks, Yashi. They, Don't yeah, worry about they, it. They really know how to distract a gal. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, so... Oh, sorry, I got snacks in my mouth now. He shouldn't have given those up so early. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are my friends, by the way. This is Razzle here. This oh, one. a pleasure. Nice Alfred to meet you. And that's Randy. Randy? Hello. Pleasure to and meet you. Alfred Kurtzog. Oh, oh. And my uncle kind of Alfred. Oh, hey, Alfred. Nice to meet you. Hello. We're in a band now together with Yashi. She's the drummer, huh. and she's awesome. Sure, my dad's filled you in with everything. I've heard a little bit. We, oh, we met God. up in Tendo Village and traveled a little bit there, and he was telling me all about your, your little adventures and the little incident that happened at your school. I'm glad everything turned out well. What we have are definitely little adventures. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, tell me, I, I heard they were going to be doing this in, uh, in the next upcoming days. Are y'all going to submit uh, a composition for the new national anthem? What? 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 Uh, yes, there's a competition a going art? on. Yes. No. Is there a prize? Yeah. Besides being the new national anthem? What was wrong with the old one? It was so good. That song that stirred up so much patriotism well, in it, all of if us. If I remember and, correctly, Razzle, well, it was adopted from an old dwarven drinking song. And Oh. oh. <laughs> Care to share it with us? Yeah. Oh. Remind us what that it's, sounds like. It's... You know what? We're putting you on the spot whenever <laughs> oh, we hit the tavern beats later. Art, oh, beats art. Yes. How lovely are your beats art. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, but, but but what? You said there's a prize, maybe? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, of course, your recognition, as far as I know, would be a, a given if your well, yeah. song is chosen. So, I mean, renown. 
That's a that's oh quite boy. a quite a gift there in and of itself, I believe. But I haven't heard anything specific. You know, uh, you'd think Strumlots would let their bards know about stuff like this. <laughs> they are all over the place. So yeah. over there, I mean, they really let things kind of you know fall apart. Last time I was there, I mean, think about who our teacher is too. Uh. <laughs> oh, who's who's your teacher? Oh, Symbol. Uh, he's you know Symbol. I've heard the name. I've never seen the bloke. Yeah, he's our teacher, and he's great. I guess. I don't know. We're still kind of getting to know him. Yeah. He's quite a lot to unwrap, so yeah. Maybe you could write a song about that, you know, like getting to know you. Oh, oh, and I I, I whisper, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't whisper. I guess I should just, like, let them in on it. Like, hey, speaking of, like, Symbol and his renown, maybe we should, like, start having him sign papers of ours and then, like, giving him away as, like, signed paraphernalia from Symbol. Well, now see, that well, is a good racket. I was going to say, sell them, not give them away. Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was say. My bad, my bad. Yeah, you think you could score some extra s- signatures? What uh, is going on here, guys? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say maybe. Uh, you're the maybe? Well, oh, because boy. of Randy's methods. We gotta get <laughs> Listen, this, this does nothing but benefit us. I mean, it doesn't hurt anybody. Quick question, All as right. long as we're talking about this little ploy. <laughs> would people be able to tell if it was his actual signature or if we were able to forge it? using very authentic documentation would that count too? I scribble down on a piece of paper, symbol, and show it to Randy. Hey. Roll a slide of hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Against Randy's something? No, just roll a slide of hand in general. Or no, no, performance. <sighs> Make well, it a performance. Two. Why can't I roll good in I don't, 2020? I don't know. Rough day. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll say your performance was poor. Yes. And it looks nothing like the signatures that you've seen well, assembled. I'm everybody. referencing to, well, now that you guys know the things that I have procured of his. Like what? The, his diary? You. Yeah. Ah. I'm sure he wrote his name in there at least once. Right, no, well, if you have his, his diary, yeah. then you could easily, you know, just practice the signature. And just trace it or something? Yeah. Okay, so that would be legit. There's no, like, magic way to tell the origin of someone's writing or something. I mean, not that I've seen, ah. but, you know, there's always nothing wrong with being precautious. Well, we've got another revenue stream coming in. Well, I was thinking about getting it, like, actually having him sign something. Well, I know, but if, like, <laughs> you know, demand is up. Well, I doubt it. Yeah, we'll Everyone see. that we ask if they've seen or heard symbol are like, yeah, Kind of. I mean, a lot of people know him. Yeah, but do they want his autograph? I would say yes. (sighs) I don't know. I mean, I would have liked an autograph. I mean, see, that's one customer. (laughs) Good. Out of the entire bicentennial. Wonderful. All right, well, maybe I can get behind this, but Razzle, you're going to have to learn how to spell his name first because it doesn't start with a C. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. All right. Uh, Yes, sure, whatever. Kind of regret bringing it up at all, but here we are. Okay, where are we going? Let's go to the National Anthem office and get the paperwork. Well, I think, cool. yeah, yeah, the, the National Anthem office. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and away we go. And uh, you make your way over, and eventually you realize that there is not a National Anthem office. Uh, it seemed like Orfell was just going along with whatever you were saying. He and does that. You eventually do find a, a bulletin or some kind of, you know, posting that's official looking, and it says, uh, what does it say here? Is it like Uncle Sam pointing like, we want you, bards, <laughs> to come write our new national anthem? There's yes. all this propaganda surrounding it. Oh, say can you sing. Oh, nice. Uh, yep. See? There we go. All right. It says, oh, say can you sing. And it's like our new national anthem. And by sing, we mean compose. And by compose, we mean just give it free without money. <laughs> Don't suck. Um, yeah, but it gives you all the information you need to be able to submit 
your composition. It mentions like, oh yeah, submit it in writing. So compose the piece out and submit it to the office near the entrance to the fifth tier at the Bell's Rim. Like it's, a- it's safe to say we know how to write notation. Yes, right? you've been going to school. Oh, good. Well, just to make sure. <laughs> well, I don't know, Symbol. Have you taught us that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what those theory courses and composition courses that are off mic all do. Right. <laughs> okay, fine. All so the we- stuff that maybe people want to listen to. Right. I don't know. This is what an Maybe note. that's something we could do in Patreon. Uh, it's just like class time. Oh, sure. Ooh. Do you want to take music theory with Bombarded? Maybe. Uh, let us know. We will go down that road. Yep, right. Anyways, <laughs> what else is a Seika? Uh, so yeah, but it, it lists that that's where you need to submit it. It says uh, you should submit this uh, by the end of the second day of the Bicentennial so that it can be considered. And of course, the winner will be presented on the final day of the Bicentennial. And you will also be invited to a posh dinner with all of the heads of the bureaus and dignitaries throughout the land. Oh. oh. Okay. Razzle reads that and is like... <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't really want to go to that party because, you know, there might be a certain dignitary from a certain mountain filled with a certain clan of dwarves that a certain druid, this guy, is maybe... Uh, so, uh, yeah, maybe we just do okay on well, this. Maybe get Were you in trouble up. with some, uh, some, some higher-ups there? No, no, no. Uh, just, you know, trying to keep a low profile while we're oh, here. You could just wear a really good disguise. Like, don't keep us all out of a good feast because, Yeah, you know. and why would we do it if we aren't going to make it be the new national anthem? Well, apparently they want us to do it for exposure anyways, and forget that noise. <laughs> yeah, so, for real. Yeah, so we're not taking that as payment for sure, but uh, yeah, maybe no. we go for second place, right? Does it say anything not about listed that? On this, not listed on this post at all. I think it's a go big or go home kind of thing. Uh, so. I've, I've got a disguise kit. Yeah, Don't worry. So then you could become a bear or something. It would be oh. fine. Oh, boy. <laughs> Okay, look, are you, so we want to do this. And also... Well, well, and Kyle, just to clarify, you said by the end of the second day, so that means by the end of tomorrow we would yeah. need to submit it? Okay, okay, so after banking action and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. It seems like as you're looking at this and reading over, it looks like this post has been here for a while, so maybe it's, you know, you're finding out about it a little late. Sure. A little. Oh, but we geez. have basically 24-ish hours to get this thing done. Yes. Okay, cool. Totally doable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, it took y'all a while to, to find this, and it's getting close to to uh, dusk, sun setting and everything. Of course, doesn't mean the activities are dying down at all, but uh, there are certain uh, scheduled things that people need to get to. Well, it's just banking to be done. Yes, absolutely. Got to be doing that banking. (laughs) So uh, you begin to make your plans to, you know, separate and go do your own things. And uh, as you're beginning to go your different ways in the night, there is this crack that echoes out over the city. And then it sounds like a very faded, in-the-distant kind of voice. And there's this high-pitched squeal, which we know to sound like feedback. Oh, nice. And you hear this voice start to say, Hi, oh, this technology from Alkin, it's so different. What, what do you mean it's on? The red light? Oh, dang. And it cuts. And it essentially sounds like a loudspeaker, some kind of radio transmission just echoing over the entire city. And everyone kind of stops and looks around, very curious. Like, they have no idea what just happened. Uh, it was weird. Sounds like technical difficulties. I'm not concerned. Orfell, Alfred, does that mean anything to you guys? Uh, that sounds familiar, but uh, I don't know what that would have been. Huh. 
Okay. So, well, I'll let you guys check that out. I've got banking to do. So. All right. Well, here, before you go, and uh-huh. I whip out my needle that never bends, Ooh. I give it to him and say, just in case. And oh, well, thanks. Yeah, there's locks and stuff. Maybe that's helpful. I don't know. I certainly won't bend it, so. Yeah, it's oh, I've got something, too. I pat myself down, like, um, uh, oh, here we go. I take out one of my pudding cups <laughs> and one of my throwaway spoons that never made a good sound right. anyway. Here, here you go. Eat up and, and good luck. Maybe the sugar will help you. Oh, well, thanks. Wow. Uh, you parting with some pudding. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, hey, Randy, that means she really likes you. I was going to say, <laughs> I, that means a lot. Well, thanks, guys. All and right. the needle means I like you, too. Well, yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll use the needle to eat the pudding very, very slowly. Oh, good. Yes. Well, all that will happen on the next episode. I think we'll call it there. Listeners, Talk to y'all next time. Happy New Year. Bye. Yay.